Take you beyond the barbell. And now for your host, Mo Dingo. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast. I'm your host, Mo Dingo, and with me always is Brody. Brody, what's going down, bro? Nothing much. Nothing much. <laughs> On a day like today, when what happens tomorrow? The open starts, man. It's yeah. the most wonderful time of the year. It's not Christmas. <laughs> it's not- better than Christmas. <laughs> I, mean, I like because it, you know, it lasts five weeks, bro. I like the open, but I'm not like I don't love the open. Like, I don't know what it is. I it's cool. I don't get the hyped up about it. <laughs> I'm sure there are some people that would share your sentiment. I like the food afterwards. You know what I mean? Well, the true, food, true. Food and beer or whatever. Yeah. I like the community aspect. I like the hanging out with people. I like people. I, I guess I like the results of the open. I don't like the open. That makes sense. I like the secondary it. impacts of the open. I okay. love what it does for our community. We, fuck, we do that shit with our community anyways. Like, yeah. we hang out all the time anyways. But it just gives us another five five straight weeks to do it. Yeah, yeah, of hanging out and drinking beer after you work out. Yeah, I yeah. mean, whatever. Sorry to steal your joy. <laughs> so, as always, thank you for all the comments and feedback. We are trying to get better, but also we need your help by giving us some of those five star reviews on iTunes and write a little bit of why you like us or why you think we should improve. And we really appreciate that. It helps us get up the, get up the food chain in the iTunes store. Yeah. You don't have to always send us positive shit. Like if we suck, we suck. Let yeah. us know. Like we, we tell us how we can suck less. Right. I mean, we really want to bring you guys the content that you deserve. Like, you know, the biggest thing I've been getting is and it's pretty cool. You get to talk to people you never would get associate with mm-hmm. about this podcast. And, the stuff that I, I've been getting back is we're speaking to the, what people are calling the 99%. Yeah. Right. The and I, never, I never thought about it that way, but I, I read that comment today and yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool to hear that people cool view us that way. Yeah. And, and what I, you know, my response is I hope that the stuff that we give is good for the 99% and, and the 1%. 1% yeah. So the 100% is what we're really aiming for where everybody can take away something where every episode isn't going to be specifically to a specific, to everybody. Everybody's mm-hmm. not going to like every episode that we do. Mm-hmm. But I think there's going to be the ni- the 99% are going to love certain things that the competitors don't and mm-hmm. then vice versa. Mm-hmm. But I think that every single one, I'm hoping that we can give a little something. A little that something, they can take yeah. Out. Because I think that's, that's my experience is I, I, like, I like coaching every aspect. Mo's a coach and he gets to coach every aspect. And, you know, I like to take it to the high level and I, I love I love our people just starting out in CrossFit. That's that's what I do every day. So, all right. So today's episode: how to avoid burnout. I think burnout just doesn't happen in fitness; it happens in every aspect of life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to say? Like it does. <laughs> There's not more to say. Like, I mean, we could literally just drop the mic. Yeah. I, I think when we talk about burnout, when we talk about in the in the real world, like with when you have your grown up job. You know, you're kind of in a situation where maybe there's not an opportunity to progress and you just keep grinding and grinding and then you don't get recognized and you can get burnt out and, and maybe you're scared to move to another job because you're right. going to have to start all over and that could have a secondary impact on your family. So you just kind of just keep chugging away and chugging away so that way you can take care of business at home. But it beat you down. Yeah, yeah, beat you down. Hell and yeah, and there's a lot of uh, physiological 
effects that happen to that, you know, things like you're not able to sleep as well. Your nutrition right. probably goes to, to hell. You know, maybe even the way you conduct business and communicate with people, you know, it'll strain relationships. And the, it, it hinders the things you love as well because mm-hmm. of all that outside noise. And you don't have the energy to do the things you love sometimes either. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there mentally drained. Who the hell wants to go complete Karen? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, it's already like, all right, like my brain is not functioning. I'm not going to be a hold on for those last 75 wall balls. Right. You know what I mean? So it does affect things that are typically our outlets, right? Like people will use our fitness to relieve stress and, and things like that. But sometimes, man, that world, man, it just beats the shit out of you. It gets rough. It gets rough. Like, hate to complain because people got it a lot worse than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is, it sucks. Yeah, it does. So the definition of burnout, according to the National Athletic Trainers Association. Guys are weird. Like, <laughs> Is a response to a chronic stress or continued demands in a sport activity without the opportunity for physical and mental rest and recovery. So, I mean, basically you're just burning the candle at both ends. You're pushing a little bit too hard. Yeah. And then when you add in, you know, a lot of people you're talking about training and and they kind of tapped into that, but people don't understand how much your personal life goes into how much that messes up your training or Mm -hmm. can mess up your training. I don't care if it's on the smallest or the highest level. It just, it, 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 you burn at both ends, dude. And something has to give, right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's tough. And one of the things I took to heart when I made that journey of becoming a coach is when I went through my L1 seminar, one of the things I clearly remember hearing one of the facilitators say is you need to make that 60 minutes, the best 60 minutes of their day. Right. Because you don't know what they're going through at work. You don't know what they're going through at home, but if you can deliver them an experience during that short time frame that makes them feel good about what they accomplish, then that's our response, part of our responsibility. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we practice every freaking day in here and we talk about it every day in here with our people and people who are interested in joining our gym. We don't, we tell them this, this could be this. So we talk about um, leaving your baggage at the door. We mm-hmm. talk about that as when you come into our gym, leave your baggage at the door. Everybody has it. I mm-hmm. don't care what it is. We don't know if it's school, work, relationship, whatever the hell it is. I don't, I don't care. I care, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like leave it at the door because um, when, you, when you do that and you don't bring it into a, uh, the gym atmosphere, right, it, it stays positive and upbeat and Mm -hmm. the atmosphere is great it's buzzing Mm -hmm. everybody's having a a great time and you know it's going to be there when you leave Mm -hmm. right some people only get 60 minutes a day or maybe only three days a week to themselves Mm -hmm. where they can decompress unwind and just let it go and just dig you know get engrossed into the music and just grind it out with your friends and like you talk about a huge a huge moment to decompress. This is one of them. And when you get that taken away from you, mm-hmm. which we're talking about getting burnt out and you take something you love, which is we love CrossFit and uh, if, if, if fitness, whatever you take that away, Holy hell, where's your outlet? You mm-hmm. don't have one anymore. Now, what do you do now? What's going to suffer? Yeah. I mean, are you going to take that home everybody now? around you? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to, it's going to screw up everybody around you. Take that home to your family. You know, when your outlets kind of taken away from you. Yeah. And, and you know, we run into things where if you only have, if, you, if you're married, you only have one spouse that does CrossFit. So you go here and like, it's, 
you're burnt out because of life and mm-hmm. then you go home and you're not getting that re- stress relief mm-hmm. and they don't understand what CrossFit actually does for you because they're not involved in emotionally. it. Emotionally. Yeah. yeah. Emotionally, mentally, physically, everything, everything. It does. CrossFit does so much for you. Um, and working out does as well. And when that's taken away, now they, dis- they have no idea where you, you are mentally. Mm-hmm. Right. And then shit, once you get your workout taken away and you go home and it just, man, it sucks. Yeah. I think when you don't have a partner or a spouse that kind of understands what you're doing while you're here for that 60 minutes, like I have a good example, like a buddy of mine, his wife decided she's going to be a bikini model. And he said he didn't realize the challenge he was going to face being married to bikini model till his wife decided to become a bikini model. And he said just the discipline and the hours that she's gone and she's working constantly in the gym, you know, eating, you know, the diet, the dude, diet, you talk alone. about discipline. Yeah. You could, if you do bikini modeling, the discipline you have to have on diet. I mean, I, it's hard for me to make a direct comparison, but I would com- compare it to the focus you have to have to be a regional athlete because mm-hmm. you, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother realm. And people will talk shit about bikini modeling, but I'm saying <laughs> those people are dialed in and focused. Mm-hmm. Like they are way and measuring beyond what any CrossFit athlete, <laughs> top CrossFit athlete does. Yeah. Yeah. That's out of control. Like we just had a couple of conversations, Rob Holtzman, he's told me a little bit about, you know, what his wife does. And I'm like, goodness. Yeah. I don't want to subject myself to that. Tough shit. Yeah. So when we talk about burnout, I went further into this article and it talked about some of the symptoms and it talked about things like plateauing, chronic fatigue, high resting heart rate and blood pressure, difficulty concentrating or performing at high levels at work or school, forgetfulness, illness as a result of suppressed immune system, emotional issues, disinterest, moodiness, irritability, low self-esteem, increased anxiety and depression as a result of falling short of sport and athletic demands. Are you kidding me? This sounds like me every day. Right? (laughs) And I'm not making light of the situation, but when you lift off those symptoms, it sounds like depression. depression. Yeah. And I tell you, he named something is, when you come into workout, right, and you look at the workout and you're like, I'm going to fuck, I'm going to murder this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to crush it. And when you don't perform up to your ability, what's that do to you mentally, mm-hmm. right? You're like, man, I can do this in my sleep and I just got crushed. Mm-hmm. You don't ever factor in everything that's happening outside of this gym mm-hmm. and what it does to your performance. So what leads to CrossFit or fitness burnout it is when you come in, and you hit this plateau or this wall because you're underperforming of what your typical expectations are of, you know, an everyday workout. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you do that, what mentally just, God, you, you, you got to feel good about yourself. And mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. You know, if you want to talk about depression, if you don't feel good about yourself, then you come in here to feel good about yourself. You know, I'm going to crush grace because yeah. I love 30 clean and jerks. Yeah. And you get like you, you're, 90 seconds off your PR and you're like, what What the the hell happened? This is, and then you leave, you're supposed to leave excited Mm -hmm. happy. Like you don't have to PR, but you should be close to it. But you, sometimes you leave confused. And then, and then that's when it starts creeping in, right? Mm -hmm. Burnout. And we're talking about your everyday athlete. It it starts creeping in. It starts, it puts its foot in the door Mm -hmm. right now. It's like, what happens the next day? Mm -hmm. Then the next, Mm -hmm. then the next, now you're like, yeah, and this transcends, you know, CrossFit. I mean, all all levels of athletics, you know, mm-hmm. baseball, yeah. weightlifting. You know, you put yourself, you subject yourself to these physical demands on a routine basis and you're used to seeing a certain level of performance within yourself. 
And then like Brody just said, you don't factor in these things that are on your mind. Right. And you bring them into the gym or on the bike or on the trail. And it impacts your ability to perform at the levels that you as an individual are used to achieving. Mm-hmm. And then that's where some of that confusion starts setting in. And I'll tell you what, man, I, I'm, I'm a huge candidate for this. I'm not burnt out on cross. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it. I live it, breathe it. But I tell you when, when you, when you don't get a workout as much, right. And, and all it's, and it's an excuse. I'm, I'm making excuses, but I'm gonna tell you where I'm at mentally. When I don't get a workout as much and, and then when I do get to, and now my performance is like, it's kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God dang, what did you do? Like, man, I just, you stop feeling it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's like you stop, you stop like, t- instead of being excited or working out with all your people, it's just like, you're just there. You're there. And it's, it's not because of the people. It's not because of CrossFit. It's because of what has happened to you mentally because everything's going on. Like I got multiple things going on at mm-hmm. all times. Like, you know, I could have rolled through two classes and I'm trying to slam my pre-workout or hit my blonics with 10 scoops. Cause I know <laughs> I'm weak as shit and I need some kind of pick me up, yeah. whatever it is, you know, and I try to get into it. And then you just, it's just my mind's elsewhere. And when your mind is elsewhere, it, it's very hard to get out of the program and meet your, typical expectations mm-hmm. and then when you don't it's like getting kicked in the nuts mm-hmm. like and luckily you've been blessed with the ability to be a small business owner and you and you own your own facility mm-hmm. and and this is you know this is your baby you know you're not really answering to anybody other than like the irs or maybe Fuck you know them. <laughs> <laughs> but if you you're t- listening to irs i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but you take a a quote everyday athlete like myself mm-hmm. who i have a nine to five job and and i work in the military so we can probably, most of us argue that it's not necessarily a really nine to five job. <laughs> you know, I am responsible for other human beings that I have to be, I have to answer to some of their actions and behaviors. And I have that stress going on in mm-hmm. my life. I can't get this particular person to perform at an appropriate level as they've been directed and trained and have executed previously. Then I got to go to a meeting explaining why this guy's jacked up. And now I've missed lunch. And then I have to go and take him to the finance center because his money's messed up, you know, and then, you know, now I've missed my, my protein shake before I go work out. Right. And then I got to go work out. Oh, and then after that I have to coach, Yeah. you know, and I'm feeling a little bit off. And, at, and by that time in the day, I'm like, what is wrong with me? You know? And then, but you keep putting yourself in that cycle because I have no control over what's going to happen on a daily basis in my profession. You know, I work in the hospital, so I have patients that come to me that want to get better. Right. I have no control over how often they come in what condition they come in and what time they want to come in. So, you know, you factor that in and then all, you know, and I, and then I, I'm responsible for, you know, up to 20 human beings in a CrossFit class while I'm coaching, you know, you want to crack that up a notch. You know, there's a lot you're responsible for and that could add to the burnout aspect of it too, especially for coaches. And I know that's one thing that you hold very dearly is that you intentionally don't have your coaches coach a lot for you because right. you want to avoid that long-term burnout because they have lives that you're co- you don't have full-time coaches, right? They have professions outside of the gym. Yes. And I think that's, I think that's very noble that you intentionally design your coaching schedule. So that way you can avert that even before it becomes a problem. Well, it happened to me. So I learned, I learned by fire. Like I was overused as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get burnt out then either. I guess when I'm, when I'm passionate about something, I guess anybody should be. 
when you're passionate about something, it's, it's your threshold's much higher, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's, you can take a lot more, uh, abuse or whatever the fuck it is, but. Cause your heart's in it. Your heart's in it. You believe in it. And you it's just, not a job. The, the sack. Yes. It's not a job. Still to this day, I own the, this is, we're going on year number four here and here in a couple months. And I still don't classify this as a job, but I was still, I, I was, I was training every single day, you know, and it's just, I was doing all the, anytime we would hold a clinic, I was running the clinics and, and, you know, I knew what it was like for me. I worked, I was working a job at the time. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was doing, I was training and working out. And, you know, initially I remember, uh, Sonny, who's been a great friend of ours, best friend for a long time, a female version of me, which is pretty, (laughs) pretty scary. Honestly, she, Initially, it's like, oh, I'll train. I forget. It was something stupid. Say, like, I'll coach 10 classes a week. Right. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Do you have any she idea got, what that she, means? Yeah. She got that the L1 excitement bug. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, I truly appreciate it. I mm-hmm. really do. But let's go two. Right. We started off with two classes a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Angie would do two and I would do one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just kept that rotation. And when we added Jason, same thing. You know, he, he has a very stressful job as it is. But once again, you know, it's, I wanted to, I wanted to keep it back because I don't want them to lose their, their, their passion, their passion for helping others mm-hmm. and also still be able to come in and get their, their workouts in. And mm-hmm. that's very important to me because once, if they lose their passion and their drive and stuff like that, our, our community will actually take a hit because mm-hmm. they're absolutely, a huge, they're a huge part of our community. Yeah. They're, they're pillars of this community. 100%. Yeah. yeah without a doubt. So talking about things that you can do once you've acknowledged that you are in a situation where you may be suffering from burnout, I think probably appropriate rest and recovery is a thing, something a lot of us neglect. Yeah. I, I would like a lot of us don't know what rest and recovery is. You're right. And I think that's where you got to really tap into your coach. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm just, I'm getting burnout. Literally. I've heard those words. Okay. What's, what's going on? I, I talk to, I talk to people like, I talk to him in my office. It's one-on-one. Let's, mm-hmm. let's talk. Cause I understand. I know where you're coming from. I feel you, bro. Like I got you. And you know, it's, it's a lot of the same parameters we've just covered. It's, it's balancing life and working out and not getting the results they wanted and being stagnant and, and things like that. And they think they're stagnant, but they're not. It's just, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, so you don't think you're progressing. Then I literally no, you show them the numbers. No shit. Yeah. yeah. I love the numbers. I go, I show like, okay, well, you're, you're seeing our progressing, but look what you just did this last week. Oh yeah. Great job. Oh, and you PR'd your benchmark that we ran through. Mm-hmm. So how are you progressing when that number right there, just the one shows that you have just one number, yeah. just one number, one benchmark. And what it all relates to is letting this outside stuff really affect you mentally. And then it just, you, you don't feel like you're performing as well. And then it just like that burnout starts creeping. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think another thing, like you just said, is having those honest conversations with your coaches or or with your inner circle, like your workout partners, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey guys, I'm feeling kind of off. I I don't know what it is, you know, and maybe, you know, it is an an issue where they're not seeing their progression. Like you just said, you show them the numbers. Yeah. I think, I think that's great. What you just said, you know, sometimes, uh, I can be deemed pretty intimidating, I guess. I don't know why. Like, I don't get it. Um, maybe because I'm brutally honest, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I, whatever. And it, I love that our members 
they know my door is always open. Mm-hmm. I, I reinforce that all the time. They can come to me any any time. They can message me. I'm going to be up. They're not going to. They're not going to be up later than me. I promise. And yeah, they can, I, I can. I can vouch for that. Poor Mo putting I, his. Phone I got an email at twelve oh nine last night. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Mo. Because um, I was still up too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you're right. I think tapping into your peers is probably what most likely happens is the first step. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, even though you really should be able to go to your coach. Sometimes you just, some people are very timid by nature mm-hmm. and they don't want to, they think they're bothering them with the, this something that's so minor that mm-hmm. it, it, and it's not, that's what we're here for, honestly. And I tried to, to explain that as an owner and as a coach as much as possible that like, I get it. I'm here for you. And whatever you're feeling, I felt I've been in this game for a bit mm-hmm. and, but tapping into your, your class classmates and the people you get really close with. I think that's, it's awesome. Cause I bet you 1 million freaking dollars that I don't have that, <laughs> that they've, they've felt the same that you have yep. before. And maybe they can give you that advice to get you over that little, uh, pity, pity, pity party. Yeah, and they can totally empathize because like you said, we've all been there. Yeah. Every last one. Absolutely. Of us. I think for me, the not, not so much from burnout, but from the emotional aspect that, the biggest struggle I had is when I tore my MCL when I was on, when I deployed and I came back and I couldn't do anything. It was like, I didn't even want to be there because yeah. I was like, I can't do anything. And why should I even go? And then I start getting Facebook shamed by my right. boys, you know, Warren Hodges. He was like, Hey, get your fat ass in here and do some pull-ups. Yeah. You know? So right. it, it took me getting over my, my pity yourself. party, like you said, yeah, you getting over, over myself yeah. and, and working with what I could do. And I'm ready for the episode. It's pretty cool that the, we've asked for some, some, Hey, what would you like to hear? And that's one of the biggest topics we keep hearing repeated. Is the injury is stuff. How do you work out while you're injured, while you're injured yeah. and, 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 and not get the frustration that, that comes with that? Mm-hmm. You get very frustrated with, it's so funny, you, you can't use your arms, but you can use your legs, but, and your squat sucks, but you don't want to do your squat. You want to use your <laughs> arms. You cut out two elements out of, out of 3,000. You're like, oh my God, my life is over. I can't yeah. wait. Dude, I can't wait to get into that one. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, that'll be a pretty good one. It will but, be good. But also speaking on that line, you know, are you injured? Yeah. You know, that can seriously have a negative impact on your gains. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it just adds to that mental stress. You know, it's... Yeah, it so many get, of us, we we talked about the mentality episode and we talk about going in that pain cave and getting in that hole and sitting in there. But I think sometimes we fail to acknowledge the fact that sometimes we are indeed injured Mm -hmm. because we, as a, as a community, we, we are trained to push through it, whatever it is. And sometimes those things are injuries. It's just pushing through an injury is fucking stupid. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. If you're competing, it's one thing. If you're in here in class, you don't do it. There's There's a difference between pushing through discomfort yeah. And pushing through pain. Yeah. And I think sometimes people just have a difficult time discerning those two things. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely. I mean, it's, it's gotta be separated and there's different times where like, if you've signed up to compete and you got your team can, depending on you, obviously, you know, it just happened to us, but you know, you don't want someone pushing through a, a shoulder dislocation mm-hmm. just to perform at a different level, like, mm-hmm. and meet expectations you may have. Cause in all honesty, it, that one workout, that one competition doesn't mean anything. And you've seen it at regionals this past year, people were getting injured. We were just talking about this off, off the mic is the amount of injuries people had to their pecs from these ring dips. Um, they could have kept going. They could have mm-hmm. finished, but it's not worth it. It's not worth what is going to happen. If you get a major tear mm-hmm. to a small tear night and day difference, you being a medic, you know that yeah. your, your recovery time is going to be doubled. 
I think another tactic that can be employed and sometimes we don't often do is try something different, you know, try yeah. a different sport, try a different type of exercise, try different scenery, you know, just doing something different just to get your mind off of what you quote, aren't gaining, you know, on the numbers. Yeah. The, I don't want, I don't want people to think that you can't for my gym specifically, I can only talk about my gym. We offer CrossFit. That's mm-hmm. it, right? If and, and people do get burnt out, I could say, "What do you do? You like don't don't worry about CrossFit. Go do something else." I don't believe that that's the the key. I think first off, let's find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you burnt out? Is it really CrossFit or is it everything? Mm-hmm. Okay, and if it if it's if it's not CrossFit, okay, well, what can we focus on? How can we like let's get let's get this person going again? Like, let's focus on stuff they're great at. Let, mm-hmm. So maybe me as a coach or trainer, I say, okay, hey, how about today? We just, let's cut, let's cut the, let's cut the weight down, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get some cycle rate going. Let's just, let's tap into what you're great at. And that is cycling the barbell, um, high level, uh, um, Metcon, like body weight stuff mm-hmm. and just get you going. Like in, 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 even if today was prescribed as a heavier day, let's just get you in your wheelhouse. Let's get you, make, make you feel good. Start, mm-hmm. start making you feel positive that you crush this workout. And and that's kind of my, that's my approach is once I, once I distinguish what the issue is and it's never CrossFit, it never is. It really isn't. <laughs> it's not CrossFit. It's everything outside of CrossFit mm-hmm. that's affecting the performance. So I try to get something into the wheelhouse saying, Hey, look, let's just do this today, man. Let's, let's really focus your, your technique. We can get a little bit better mm-hmm. on, you know, maybe connecting your snatches and your cycle rate and we can practice regripping at the top, give them something to focus on like that they can really latch onto and mm-hmm. just like grab a hold of. And then it, you know what happens? It makes them feel better. And then when they feel better, it, it starts the, the cycle. It gets, it, it, it puts a break in that cycle mm-hmm. of coming here, sucking at something, getting crushed, not doing well. And then tagging onto that pity party. You've been, you know, hanging around for the last two or three weeks. Yeah. Just that one small victory can help catapult you, yeah. you know, your, your mentality, your mindset, and your your ability to push through this burnout period. And think about that in life. We've all had really bad days, but you know, I've been I've been you know, a couple of my bad days. You know, you you get something that is just something so small that it happens to you. It's just like an act of kindness or whatever. Mm-hmm. It breaks. It changes it, your whole whole day. day. It yeah. changes your whole day, and you're like, man, I'm stupid. What? The, I'm gonna punch myself in the face, right? <laughs> like, honestly, I just want to look myself and like say, you you have your day is not that bad. I challenge people a lot. Like I challenge you, I challenge them to do X because I'm trying to give them something to, you know, maybe since we can't offer anything but CrossFit, I give them a different challenge and a different perspective, Mm -hmm. nutrition, um, coming more, you know, being more dedicated. Maybe we say, Hey, let's, you got a competition coming up that you signed up for. I know you're getting burnt out. So Mm -hmm. you say, but let's maybe we can put some extra work in. Let's let's get you refocused, and that's kind of where I go. We refocus them and give them something else that make them start hitting that groove, mm-hmm. feeling better about themselves. And then, shit, before I know it, they're in here talking shit. Laughing, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're right back talking shit to me, laughing and, and and giving high fives all around. And they're out of it. And I get it. I've yeah. been there. I get there. People are there every day in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just don't let it bring down our atmosphere. And I think. For me, as an athlete, if you find yourself in this kind of space where you're feeling burnout, I guarantee you talk to one of your coaches, you talk to your owner about 
this little hiccup that you're going through and they will be honored and privileged at the fact that you yeah. felt comfortable enough Absolutely. to share that with them and they will do whatever it takes to try and help you overcome that small, small, small obstacle. Because like, like as a coach, when people come to me about things like that, I, 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 I feel truly privileged yeah, that, that they've, that they've want to talk to me about something like that and want to seek my advice. And they, and they always feel like they're being a burden mm-hmm. and they're not. And that's, you know, it, just being open and have an open communication. Like you just said, like, I'm always here for you. Don't think that whatever problem you think is too small, it's not like I'm here for you mm-hmm. and having that relationship with them because that's, you know, it's one of the things that separates CrossFit from everything else is that that personal relationship when, when your gym's down, you're down, when something happens tragic in your gym, it, it affects you dramatically mm-hmm. and you're everybody in it. And having that connection is huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, cause, just, Cause when I was going to the Globo gym, my personal tra- trainer never called me and gave me uh, yeah. a shout out on Facebook on my birthday. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> and I think one thing we can really kind of, we can tap into this on the, um, the competitive side on this, because if you look at some competitive athletes and the ones I've even worked with and still work with, burnout is even more amplified, mm-hmm. right? It's even more amplified because you're under such a microscope, a microscope. And typically when, when we're, when we're training, we're, we're training a lot of things you suck at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, so that makes it worse. Yeah. You don't get to come in and do stuff you love. And be successful every right. day, every no, training session. Right. And so I think if I'm going to talk about two sides here. One side is the, the coach and the trainer. I need them to progress in a certain field. They know it. We've talked and I've said, hey, we suck here. We got to get better here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I can program that every single day. I can program these elements every single day because it's not a laundry list of things. It's typically you know, three to six, eight things. It's something they're small, like, but mm-hmm. it's usually a small group of things in, in CrossFit. So I can sit here and I can program these weaknesses over and over and over again, daily, day in and day out. And just, just, just beat up your ass. Crush them mentally. It's not even the physical, they, like physically, whatever I'll do it. And mm-hmm. they'll do it. It's the mental side that I got to protect. So I know from my experiences, I have to sprinkle on things that they love. Mm-hmm. So if I, I have to be able to read them through our conversations, like, look, we got to get our work done. I'm not stupid. I, we got to get, <laughs> we got to get our work done. We got to perfect and get better at this, but I'm also not stupid enough to ignore their feelings because I know that it still, it sucks. Even though they know they're getting better and trying to get better, you still got to sprinkle on things they love to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll give them a shit sandwich. You know? yeah. it, it's like what they suck at, what they love, what they suck at. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Well, they can kind of grasp onto that a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. If I know they like to, lift, like to lift heavy, I'm going to sandwich it in between two things. They just, they need to, they struggle out body weight wise. That way, when they get there, they can crush that element and they're on to the next thing. That kind of helps their training, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as an athlete, okay, I can see their side of it. I've been on that side of it. And when I'm coming in and I'm getting buried mentally every day, physically, it's just one thing. Mentally, is the other is. I can't take it. I'm, they literally will get burnt out. You can't, you can run these athletes into the ground. And I, I, as an athlete, you can run me into the ground and I'm going to do whatever you say, mm-hmm. but it's that mental side. We talk about the mental side and it's a fragile piece. It, it really is. It's that one. It's a, it's, it's like a glass brain, like, <laughs> dude, you just got to be very careful. And as strong as glass can be, it can also be very, very fragile. fragile. Yeah. And we have to kind of watch that. And the fact that is, 
like if if that athlete starts tripping mentally, like they're just tired of the grind and stuff because as a, a coach and a trainer, they have screwed up and they have literally buried their athlete without cause. Mm. That's going to cause that athlete to break. It's a ripple okay? effect. Yeah. Right. You talk about in wrestling, in wrestlers, they try to get their opponent to break mentally. It's not physically. They're physically going to outlast them. Mm-hmm. It's that mental. When they give up, mm-hmm. when they're going to mentally break, right? If the coach does that to the athlete, an athlete mentally breaks, the recovery, recovery of that may be never. Mm-hmm. They may never love what they do again. Now you've taken this potential or if not regional games, whatever, high level athlete, competitor, and you've taken away something from them that they loved because you were overzealous as a trainer and you didn't know what the hell you're doing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those things. It's man. a fine line. It's a very, very fine line on both sides as a, as an athlete, um, as an athlete and as a trainer or coach, it's, it's, you got to watch that line. Just, it's just as delicate as you be respectful of that line. Be respectful. Yeah. And you got to be respectful to your members. Like, you know, I'm very, like I said, I'm very honest and open. I can't just say you're stop being a bitch. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't. I, like you can say that to me and you in a bro session. You can tell me that totally different. And I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And some athletes I can be like, look, suck your shit up. Like yeah. stop fucking crying. Yeah. Right. But I know them, but others, most, you have a class of 20. Yeah. You can't just start firing off like no. that. Yeah. And, and we want to, we want to help, right. As trainers, that's what we're, are, are we're wired that way. We want to help you. We want to get you out of your funk. We want you to go. We That's want why you we're to trainers. That's why we're trainers. We yeah. were there for you. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, it's a fine line, but it's just one of those extra things that you get as a trainer owner is you got to, you got to balance it. You, mm-hmm. you got to find that balance of where your athletes are mentally just like, they, they're going to get in the rut. It's going to happen. It's, they're going to, they're going to get burnout. out. It's how to not let them get like buried and mm-hmm. forgotten. And bring Let them, them acknowledge what they're going through right. and help navigate them back to a, a place where they can start seeing enjoyment again. And I think lastly, one thing you can do is reassess your why. Why did I start doing CrossFit? Why do I continue to do CrossFit? Mm-hmm. I have come across one athlete where it was a, a couple that had joined, boyfriend, girlfriend, and the, they broke up. The boyfriend went and did something else and she stayed. And she was, she was a good athlete, but you could see that she wasn't the same as when exactly. the couple was together. Right. And it came to a point where she was like, you know, I think I'm going to stop coming and, you know, having that conversation. Like you said, well, what's going on? You know, or, yeah. is this something we did? It's like, well, you know, I joined with so-and-so and now we broke up and it was this thing we did together. And it's hard for me to come here yeah. and do this all the time because I think about him because... We had some really good times here. I'm like, okay, you know what? I get it. No hard feelings. We're always here for you if you want to come back. Asking yourself that honest question, you know, because she said she felt guilty because she thought we were going to be upset at her if she stopped doing CrossFit. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Like you said, it's not CrossFit or die. No. Not in the book no. of Mo, you know. Or bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will be. Yeah, it, it is. If you stop being active completely, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to be happy about that. You could die. Yeah, we've, we've had that discussion. So I think wrapping all of this up, I mean, what's like a, a piece of advice that you could give just when, when people face this burnout monster? Like, what is it that you would say, hey, you know, you sit them on the bench, you're like, okay, you pat them on the back, you're like, hey, it's not, it's not that bad. I think it just starts with a conversation like that. Like, 
you have to, you just have to be open and talk to them. And, you know, you, you tapped on in the past, like where you're a part, part psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is, yeah. As a coach, we are, uh, we are unofficial part-time psychiatrists. So then you, you tag on being an owner and now it's just even more because when you're a coach, typically you're, you have your group of people that train in your class, Mm -hmm. right? Unless you train multiple classes a day. Mm -hmm. And as an owner, you literally have, uh, you tap into all the emotions of your entire gym. I, I do. I mm-hmm. don't know if others do. And I have to, um, to stay connected. So, you know, you just have that conversation with them and, and really say, be, you have to be honest and yet I'm candid and, and, and I'll tell them if they're making excuses, right? Because I want to be told. And if we're having a real conversation, that's just how it has to be. It has to be real. Let's find out really what's going on. Mm-hmm. Is it CrossFit ha- or are the, is the programming like just screwing with you or is that just an excuse of like your way out of trying to, you know, blame it on something that it's not. Mm-hmm. And when you can have those real conversations, you can sit down, you really find a common ground. And, and that is that it's, it's an outside thing that's screwing them up. Mm-hmm. And when they come in here and they, they lose their mojo and their swagger that they, they've built, you know, over time, it, it really hits them hard. And it, they instantly start, I'm burnt out across. Mm-hmm. No, it's life. And it's just bogging you down. Mm-hmm. You can either let it trap you and take away something you truly love. And I know you love it. You can't tell me you don't love CrossFit. <laughs> I can tell them that you can. I mean, I, you, you still like everybody's stuff. You're still posting mm-hmm. about it. You're still smiling when you get here. You're just, you're just in a, you're in a rut. Like, mm-hmm. let's just get out of that. And like I say, we try to reset. All right, so that brings this episode to a close where we just got done talking about how to avoid burnout. In this week's call to action, we'd like to ask you to share our show with three of your friends and get them to like and subscribe to the show as well. Like we said earlier, please, please, please give us some feedback on iTunes. That's how we're going to climb up that ladder on the algorithm and hopefully get this show exposed to more people out there. If you like it, share it. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. I think that's it. Help us out. Yeah, help us out. Mo's not going to ask me if I got any more final questions. I don't think. <laughs> Every time he says, bro, would you like anything to add? And I'm like, 10 minutes Actually, later. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Why didn't you ask me that 15 minutes ago? I, see, you guys don't get to see this, but I'm looking across and he's holding his iPad and his eyes are going up and down like, bro, <laughs> shut up. Like you've went over your timeline. Now I've got to edit this. I've got to get it to 40 minutes. You've extended this by 15. What am I going to do? We're actually at 4910. And you know what happens out of this shit? Bonus episode. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Bonus footage. And with that being said, I'm out. Yeah, later. (laughs) Bonus. Bonus. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. For some reason, I thought that the affiliates got like five bucks or something. I thought they should. I, I thought they did. And then you want to talk about you want to talk about hike in the open? <laughs> you give us you a percentage, a spike. bro. It would go from <laughs> us having uh, forty eight members to us having every fucking yeah. member. If I said, "Hey, we're going to get if if we do it, this, we're going to get five hundred bucks." Yeah. This five hundred dollars, I'm going to buy this. Yeah. 
We would get more we would <laughs> instantly. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that, but I remember asking Amelia one time. I was like, well, so uh, don't you guys get juice back when people register for the Open? She was like, no. I was like, right. right. Yeah. I was like, you can get anything? Like, no, you get to show up on the leaderboard and see how you rank against the rest of the world. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. I thought, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. We all know what we were getting into. But, damn, could you imagine, like, if they gave you, like, I don't know, 40% of, of whatever your box, <laughs> you know. We'd be happy to get, if they give us 10%, that'd be a lot for HQ. I mean, yeah. shit. I mean, whatever. I mean, come on. That's only two. Is, is it twenty dollars again, or twenty is bucks? Yeah, two dollars. Come on, give me two dollars, man. Two dollars a person. Two dollars a person. Yeah, two dollars a head. That's all I want. Right. Whatever. I mean, it's just it is what it is. It's 